to the Align Yourself to Success podcast, where we empower entrepreneurs to extraordinary profit through highest levels transformation. When you begin with your mind and alignment, you are limitless and you are powerful. I'm Christy Kendall, your host, and today we have Michelle Williams of Renew Life Healing, and she will be sharing with us the three beliefs for happiness. Isn't this exciting? Michelle believes at heart, we all have the capacity to heal ourselves and nurture others. Her business stands on the belief that a healer's power stems not from any special ability, but from maintaining the courage and awareness to embody and express the universal healing power that every human being naturally possesses. And she so beautifully embodies this. Welcome, Michelle. It's lovely to have you here today, teaching and empowering happiness. You want to share with us how you got started on this journey? Sure. Thank you, Christy, for that beautiful introduction. Um, so I have spent most of my life um, stressed out, burned out, living life for other people. And um, it really took getting to the point of close to breakdowns to realize that I needed to make a change. So I've lived in the, worked and lived in the corporate world uh, for throughout my twenties, as soon as I, you know, got out of high school, went right into college, right into working and in a job that was very high stressed and, um, just did not make me happy. I was working with a lot of people that were extremely difficult to communicate with and work with regularly. Um, and all of that stress and all of that, um, uh, pain just built up in me to a point where I was starting to create health issues for myself to, as an attempt to escape from that reality. And it took me a really long time to realize that. So once I, um, almost hit my boiling point and I was, um, masking myself in alcohol and doing things that other people wanted me to do versus doing things that I wanted to do, I, I hit a breaking point and I started having pretty significant health issues and um, just all kinds of things that were contributing to my life going in a downhill spiral. And I didn't really understand why. So when I hit that point, I really started to look inward and I realized that I was able to make some significant changes in my own life to, to shift out of that reality that I was putting myself in. And as I started to learn more and experience more, I started doing meditation and yoga and some different things. I realized as I started creating happiness for my life and, and creating manifestations and creating such deep healing that it was my journey to help others do the same. Um, so I have been on that path ever since, and it is absolutely wonderful. And I'm loving it every single day. That's awesome. I'm sure many people can relate to everything that you went through, the feeling of stressed out, burnt out, living for others and bearing those feelings, running from them, escaping from them through drinking. You've overcome so much within yourself. And today you're going to reveal the three beliefs for happiness that you found that helped you overcome those. But before we get into that juicy goodness, I'm going to put a, pull a card for you. So one thing I do in all of my podcast calls is pull a card. And I bought these little cards right here, these um, ant cards, and I love them. They ask such great questions that kind of just invokes, you know, intimacy and curiosity. And I don't know which card it's going to be, but we'll start with that card and you can just answer it like a healer or, you know, if you're working with a, a client and, and teaching them happiness, how you would um, 
address this. So this is actually a good one. What was the last thing to happen that challenged that challenged your trust in yourself? Mm, oh, that is a really good question. Um, trust is a lesson in this life that I am meant to learn. Um, so I have had a lot of um, challenges with trust of other people and challenges with trust in myself. And it took me a really long time. That was kind of part of the journey here to understand how important trust was for others and for myself. Um, so in regards to a challenge for trusting myself, just creating my business, working with others, really helping others to move past the challenges that they're having in their life um, is trust in itself and, and allowing myself to help others in the way that I am, especially as a spiritual healer. Um, I needed to gain trust in myself in order to do that, uh, partially from the healing aspect of healing myself, but also uh, allowing myself to help others in the way that I am is a, um, a huge, huge thing that took me a while to realize that I was able to do. So gaining that trust to be able to do that was, was really, really important. And it's absolutely something that um, was a pretty big block in the beginning for starting all of this, I can say for sure. Yeah, that's a great answer. I can really see that that correlation to your business. That's absolutely 100%. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure everybody listening to this can relate to that because when you are running your own business, solo solopreneur, mm -hmm. you do have to look at trust. Trust at yourself, trust at your process, trust at your mentors and your yeah, there's a lot of trust that goes into building a business yeah. for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What, you, what did you notice after you kind of realized you had to work on this trust and you got to that place of trust what do you what do you see that that you the difference so it shifted and what what became easier for you in your business I would say everything became easier um and the main trust that is needed especially as a spiritual healer is trust in the divine and it, it took me a long time to get there as well. I grew up Catholic um, and that has created a lot of limiting beliefs for me. Not that there's anything wrong with the Catholic religion. I also learned a lot of very good things, um, but that um, it's, it's, it creates again, a lot of limiting beliefs that kind of were holding me back in life and just, and just bringing in that trust of the divine was a, was a game changer for me. And, and knowing that everything is going to work out exactly the way that it is supposed to. So continuing to keep that trust every single day and remind myself of that, um, has really shifted so many things forward for me. Um, and it's, it is, it's a continuous practice. Every time something kind of starts to, to go in a different direction than I am kind of wanting it to. I go back to that trust, um, in, in the divine trust in trust in God and knowing that that's the way that it's supposed to be. Yeah. I can see, a, earlier today, I was working with a client and I was talking about intentional growth, mm -hmm. right? So our business gives us intentional growth. Mm -hmm. And when we're intentional with it, we can trust that process, but we also know if we're kind of veering off, oh, we get to pull that back up here because the, here's my intention. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's really good. I like how trust was brought into this conversation. That's the power of, of questions 
and yes. and it's so beautiful. Okay, so that was great. Earlier, when we were talking before we started this, you shared with me, and it was so intriguing, that there are three specific things that you have discovered on this work that you do, that most people believe, and it holds them back mm -hmm. from happiness specifically. Let's talk about those before you give us the yummy, feel-good stuff that creates happiness. Sure, yeah. So the first one is that you have to live the life that you are given. So the situations that you're given, the life that you're given, all of that just needs to be, it's the only thing that you can do. It's a, a huge thing that a lot of people believe um, and it holds them back in life tremendously. Yeah. yeah. And the second one, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I can see that it's a very fixed mindset. I have to live the life I'm given, mm -hmm. but it's so a part of family, the family programming, you know, you see that because a lot of people, middle-class families are raised with that belief. This is how you do it. We go to, go to work nine to five and you build your retirement and you raise your family. And this is what you're given. And this is what you do. It's very limited and it's non-adventurous and it's, it's very monotonous. Mm -hmm. And then somebody comes along in that family that's a little bit of the black sheep and they have a bigger vision and a bigger dream and they want to break through that. But that mindset could, could create a lot of blocks. I could see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And a little bit of kind of, that was my story. Pretty much a lot of that was, you know, I was, I had to do all of these things. I had to go to college. I had to, you know, get these degrees in order to get this far in life. I had to work in the corporate world, like all of these things, but it was a deep down part of me knew that that's not what I wanted to do. And that's not what I was meant to do. And that, that created a lot of anguish and a lot of um, difficult situations in my life. So once I realized that and transformed that, it was a very powerful thing. Yeah. Good. Okay. So the next one is that you cannot change your circumstances, um, which kind of goes very hand in hand with, with the first one and how to really shift your circ your circumstances <laughs> into, uh, what you want. So we'll go into more detail about that in a couple minutes. Yeah. So these are like your false beliefs that's yeah. leading up to what you want to change and transform. And then you're going to give us the empowering beliefs that we can replace these with. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And the last one is putting others happiness before your own. So living life for, for other people, which so many people do, um, and it really holds them back. Women, especially I would say, because we're such givers and nurturers and we're the ones you know, we tend to focus on the children and things like that. There's so many women that leave their dreams behind. Mm -hmm. I'll wait till my kids graduate. I'll wait till my husband's done with his career. I'll, you know, all these putting yourself to the side. So mm -hmm. that's, that's a good one to address for sure. Mm -hmm. So now that we know the blocks to happiness, it's time to discover the three beliefs for happiness. 
Okay. Yeah. So number one, (laughs) number one is living life intentionally and creating life the way that you want it. And that is all about getting clarity on what you want. So many people don't know what they want. They, they know what other people want. They know what they, what society wants. Um, and, um, really sitting down and and receiving clarity and understanding what you want can be so powerful and life-changing in itself. Um, but, but combining it with that negative belief and being able, the negative belief of that, you have to live the life that you're given and being able to release that and shift it into living intentionally and staying in awareness of your life is, is really, really powerful and understanding what your, um, kind of what your vision is for life and what really excites you and what drives you is really, really important. And a lot of people, unfortunately, um, just don't think that that is a necessity because they are supposed to be living exactly how other people tell them to live. Um, so it's, um, yeah, really, really empower, empowering to figure out exactly what you want so you can really live intentionally. Yeah. So the question, what do you want? Mm-hmm. That's such a powerful question because it stumps people. They have to start really getting to know themselves. You have to get to know yourself before you can even get to the clarity of what do I even want? Mm-hmm. But I've noticed in my own work, when I ask that question, oftentimes when somebody's just getting started they will go into everything that they don't want. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. share as a professional beliefs expert, share with us how you handle that in your practice. Yeah. So sometimes understanding a little bit about what you don't want will kind of shift into what you do want. So I tell people to get out a piece of paper and write down what they don't want and then write down the opposite next to it. And, um, really when they're really thinking about what they do want, um, and that kind of that opposite next to it, just really putting their heart and their soul into it and, and embodying themselves in what they do want and visualizing it and seeing it to get them excited about moving forward with what they do want. Um, and then they can, you know, rip that piece of paper in half, keep the side for what they do want and burn the side for what they don't want. And that is, is a little bit of a releasing technique to help them kind of just get rid of all of the, I I don't want. Um, I remember the first time somebody asked me this question, I was, I was completely baffled. I had no idea how to answer it. I had never thought about it ever, I think in my entire life. And it was really, really eye-opening for me to, to really think about that. Um, so, so it, sometimes it takes some time. Some people can only really think a little ways ahead, which is okay. Start there. And then, you know, as you get more comfortable with thinking, you know, a couple of weeks or a month in advance, then just continue to open yourself up until you really have a good life vision of what you really want. I could see how somebody could be super limited in, in answering that just based off of a belief about possibilities. Mm -hmm. What is possible? Yeah. They might have like a, a excitement about something that, you know, a passion or a dream in there that they're not really even being honest with themselves about because they don't even know it's possible or that there's possibilities unlimited out there for them. Yep. So possibilities. another limiting belief is that things aren't possible. Anything is possible. Anything. Um, you just have to have to shift into it and, and, you know, raise your vibration and allow it to come to you, which is actually a little bit what we're going to talk about in number two. 
Yeah, I was listening to John Maxwell this morning and he was talking about passion before motivation. Mm -hmm. If you're not passionate about something, you're not going to be motivated. Mm -hmm. So you can't create motivation around something that is not going to light you up because it Mm -hmm. just becomes a chore and a job. And that's why people hate their J-O-Bs. And he said, anything, you could do anything, but you have to be realistic with yourself. If it's something that you're not good at, then it needs to be a hobby because you're not going to make money at something that you're really not good at, even if you're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And so part of the, your clarity is really looking at something like, okay, this is, you know, golf. I, I recently started golfing. My boyfriend has taught me how to golf and, and I spend most of my time putting. So I'm decent at putting, but when I played my first golf game, I was terrible. I was like, I'm never doing this again. This is too long of a day. I just want to stop after, you know, eight holes and have a good time. And if I was like, oh, I love this. I want to do this for a living. Okay. Really? I'm 46. I'm (laughs) never going to be a professional golfer. Right. So I just need to be like, this makes me happy. I'm passionate about it, but it's a hobby. I'm going to set it aside as a hobby. Um, And then what you can make money at, then you can do the belief work. You know, that's the intentional piece where, okay, realistically, I'm not going to be a professional golfer, um, which means I'll make money at it. It's never going to happen. But I am good at this other thing and I'm just as passionate about it. And there is possibility there. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a good way to get clarity is look at clear your possibility beliefs first. So you're Mm -hmm. limitless in your possibilities, but then look at realistically what is possible for me creating profit in a business. Yeah. That would be a good, so I like this clarity, Mm -hmm. the clarity conversation to happiness and the clarity conversation to intentional growth and the Mm -hmm. clarity conversation to profit. Mm -hmm. Because it comes down to those same exact questions you just talked about. Yeah, it does. And really breaking out the, what you want in regards to the different areas of your life, you know, what do you want for your business? What do you want for your relationships? What do you want for your health? Um, you know, can really help too. Cause it's, it just breaks it down into smaller chunks so people can really digest it and absorb it. Yeah. All right. So the next one. Yes. The next one is when I shift my energy and raise my vibration energy. I'm sorry. We're going to have to. Yeah. <laughs> I I tongue twisted that. Okay. So, okay. Awesome. What is belief number two? Yeah. So the second one is when I shift my energy and raise my energetic frequency, my external circumstances will change. And this is, is really, really big. And, um, I was just blown away when I started, you know, really researching into this and experiencing it in my own life. Um, It was, it was a little, it was a little overwhelming to think about, but it was also really, really empowering Um, because as we start to shift our belief systems and, um, and raise our vibration, our external life changes. And, um, it changes sometimes in a very subtle way, but other times it can be pretty, pretty significant. So as we go through life, all of the energy um, from other people and from our experiences, all of our uh, limiting beliefs, all of the frustration that we experience, the stress that we experience stays in our energy field. And it's also like a, 
it's kind of like a, like a black cloud around you in your aura, right? And when you have that black cloud in your aura, you are attracting energetically the same type of vibration that that black cloud is. So you're bringing into your life situations that are frustrating and people that are um, not accepting you. And, uh, you know, all the things that you kind of went through are in through in your, um, in your childhood and in your, early adult life are continuing to come to you as you start to release those beliefs and clear that energy and really shift yourself from an energetic perspective, the people in your life will change. You'll start to bring in, um, more money. You'll start to, um, find ways to, you know, be prosperous and feel abundant. You'll start to bring in that joy and that happiness every day. And it was so interesting to me to realize what was happening, um, because people started like leaving my life and it it was, it was the people that were frustrating, the people that were teaching me lessons, the people that were challenging me all of a sudden started to just easily leave, um, which created happiness because I didn't have to deal with all of those people. Right. Um, and I noticed that I was starting to bring in the people that I needed. I was starting to attract the teachers and the mentors that I needed that uh, were helping me and empowering me and really helping me to shift my life forward. Um, I was starting to um, receive uh, financial abundance from areas that I never even thought of um, that I didn't even mean to bring into me. And the main thing that I noticed though, and it was really interesting when I first noticed it, I was happy and it occurred to me when I was having a conversation with somebody that I had been happy for quite a while, like, you know, I would say quite a while, like several months that I woke up with a smile on my face every single day and that I was happy every single day. And when I had occurred to me, I kind of thought back like an earlier life of, you know, six, seven months ago and even years before that, not ago, but before then, um, I don't even remember before then the last time that I woke up with a smile on my face. I actually wanted to get out of bed. I actually wanted, I looked forward to the day and I wanted to experience happiness. So by really shifting all that energy, I just all of a sudden started to experience this overabundance amount of joy and happiness in my life. Um, and that to me is absolutely priceless. I mean, how much would you really put into having happiness every single day um, is absolutely amazing to me. So, so yeah, just knowing that you have the power to, to shift that energy, to bring in the energy that you want and create your own life, the life that you deserve and the life that you want is just absolutely amazing. Um, so that is the second one. Yeah. I'm going to support you with that because I have clients that have nicknamed courses like alignment magic or money magic because it works so fast that it feels like magic. Like, mm -hmm. like you must've waved a magic wand. How did that even happen? And I'll give you one fun story. I had a, a gal in one of my classes and she, she was a grandma. She had been married to the same man, you know, since she was a teenager and she had a good marriage. But one thing she addressed in the class was you know, one thing my husband does, and I, she didn't like it, was he would ask her, what do you want to do? And then he would ignore her and then they would do whatever he wanted to do, their entire mm -hmm. marriage. Mm -hmm. So we did the work on it. And within 24 hours, I got a text message from her that said, I know you're going to believe this. However, 
when she went home, she never, she didn't tell her husband anything about the belief work she did or the issue, or she didn't talk to him about that. And he came up to her and asked her what she wanted to do that weekend. And he stood there and waited for her to respond. And he listened to her and they did it. Mm, Wow. And I was like, yep, it works every single time. Yeah. We don't even have to tell our husbands about the work that we're doing on ourselves and they shift too. That's yeah. the, that's the power of what you're talking about, about shifting your own frequency and it shifts everything around you, or this is the, the law of alignment, or it doesn't match at all. And it goes away, it goes away people that we're leaving your life mm-hmm. doesn't match. <laughs> yeah. It got to the point where I had a list of people. I would write all of them down. I'm like, okay, I'm done with all of these people. And I would like cross them off because it was, they were leaving and it was great. And some of it I could see, it was like, okay, I will be done, you know, this project on this day. So this person will be gone. I'll be done. So it kind of was, but it was aligning in that way. But there were also some situations because previous to that, it was like these projects were never ending. Like something would happen and then they would be extended. Or I actually had an ex-boyfriend I dated. I dated him when I was like, 20, 21 years old. And it ended fine. I mean, it was okay. It was like eight or nine years later, all of a sudden he came back into my life from a work perspective. And I'm like, why, why, (laughs) like, why is he here? Um, it's, this isn't needed. Right. So I actually, I, I did the, the digging and the belief work on that to figure out like, why was he in my life? Um, and then that was one of the projects that I'm like, okay, this project is ending and I can cross him off my list. But I mean, that's what happens when you stay in that energy, even somebody that left 10 years ago and all of a sudden they come back, then they're going to continue to teach you those lessons because that's what you're attracting. That's what you're bringing in. So all of that unconscious releasing helps the people around us. I actually have another story where there's, there was a girl that I worked with for um, probably like six or seven years. And um, every conversation that we had was very tense. Um, very like it did not matter what it was. It just didn't go well. And, um, um, I wrote her down on my list and the next day, the first email that I had gotten from her ever was very pleasant and very, very nice. And I was just like, wow, this stuff is amazing. <laughs> A lot of she didn't just, she didn't leave. She raised her vibration to match yep. yours. That's so good. I love it. That's so good. I want to say one more thing before we move on. I had a gal, she found me out of the middle of nowhere. Like she, she's not on social media or anything. She just found me in the universe, called me and made appointment. She, she wanted an in-person appointment. So she came and showed up and here my office. And she is a woman who did all this work on herself. She has deep dived into herself and made all these changes, but she didn't have a light in her eye. Mm. You know, what you can tell when somebody's done deep work on themselves and tapped in, into their spirit and their creator. And there's a light, a radiance that happens and, and it was missing in her. And I listened to her and she had had amazing successes in her life and she gave it all up. Mm. She, she had gotten sick. And so she's done all this work. And she said to me, she's like, I've done all this work, but I, I don't have anything to look forward to. I don't feel good. I don't, I'm not, you know, she, she used all these words. And I said, 
do you, do you know what happiness feels like? And she's like, I think so. I think I've been happy in my life. I said, do you know happiness? Mm-hmm. And she thought about it. She's like, no. And so I, I taught her muscle testing and then I, I had her test for those beliefs and then I replaced them. We did the belief work. Mm-hmm. And by the end of that hour that she was here, I saw a little light, like her face looked lighter and she looked like she had a little spark. And I got a text message from her last night. And she said, I'm having some different experiences. And I think it's from the work that we did. She says, I woke up this morning and I felt happy and I feel inspired. And I'm having all these ideas like coming into me. And, you know, I got goosebumps and I hear these stories all the time, but they're always the same. Like you're blown away, right? You're, even though you know what to expect from this belief work, you are completely blown away. Mm-hmm. She did not know what the happiness felt like. She wasn't friends with happiness. Mm-hmm. We do simply do this belief work and immediate shift. Mm-hmm. And she's coming back on the first and I can't wait to see her because I know she's going to have that radiance and I'm going to just be like, oh my gosh, you know? Wow. So think about the people that work with us for you know, a year at a time. I have a year long course. Literally, they will look 10 years younger. Mm-hmm. They will look lighter and not that they lose weight or change anything, but they feel different. Mm-hmm. And I even have people say, I want goddess hair like you. <laughs> and it became like this whole conversation in my coaching groups. And I'm like, it's not my hair. It's my energy that you're mm-hmm. feeling. So we can do that work on you. And everybody talks about getting their goddess hair by the time they're done working with me. Mm-hmm. So that's the beauty of the work that you do is that I love that you brought it up because it is so, so true. You change mm-hmm. even the tiniest shift in your energy field can make a domino effect in your whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Great. I'm excited to hear. <laughs> I'll probably never hear, but hear what happens with her too. That's fun. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So number three and the final one that we're going to talk about today is my happiness creates the happiness for others. I discover my own inner happiness. And this goes along with living your life for other people. And we've kind of touched on that a little bit um, already, but living your life for other people is, um, is kind of what we are, we are taught to do. It's polite, right? We're taught that it's polite to, um, you know, do what other people want, but by raising your vibration and by, by releasing those beliefs, um, around it being polite to do other, to do things for other people, or, uh, the belief that if I don't do something that they're going to be upset with me, um, is really, really, um, powerful because that will start to shift your happiness. And it will also in return again, shift the happiness of the people around you, because as you release those beliefs and you start to, um, um, you know, increase your, your positive mindset and have all of these wonderful things kind of protruding from you, from your energy, you are also putting that energy in the energy of of the people around you. And people will, it's almost like automatically be happy because they're in your energy, which is really, really exciting too. I mean, it's, it's absolutely amazing. The shift in the people around me just from, um, 
um, doing all of the belief work. And I hear it from my, my clients as well. It's like, Oh, you know, I, four people stopped me in the grocery store and they just wanted to have a conversation with me. And it was, it was weird. And like, that's because you are putting out that energy that you are easy to talk to and that you, you want to be around people. And, um, you know, people could be having the worst day and you could go up to them and just strike a conversation all of a sudden, because they feel that energy, their day just completely shifts. And, um, people have, have told me that on multiple occasions or like, I just felt like I needed to call you because I was just having a bad day and you make me feel better <laughs> just by talking. It couldn't, I mean, it was just, just a basic conversation for like five or 10 minutes that, you know, that, that happens because that energy goes into their field and just really increases that that happiness within them. So it's kind of that shifting living life for other people, but shifting your energy, you, you also shift the energy of those around you, which increases just so many things in their lives as well. So, um, it's just a, a huge shift in, in belief there. So, yeah. Yeah. I can see some different elements to this belief mm-hmm. about living you know, other people's happiness comes before my own because there is a universal law of I must give in order to receive. Yes. Right. But Mm -hmm. I like that you brought up the word polite as a belief because we are programmed, Mm -hmm. especially as women. This is a woman's thing. I can say hands down. We don't Mm -hmm. teach our little boys this stuff. Mm -hmm. Be polite. Don't Mm -hmm. rock the boat. Don't make anybody uncomfortable. Oh, go ahead and kiss your grandpa or you need to hug uncle Bill, Mm -hmm. whatever it is that teaches women not to little girls to teach mm-hmm. us little girls, not to listen to themselves, listen to their body, listen to their own boundaries. So mm-hmm. you're crossing those boundaries all the time. And then you become an adult and we're, we're taught at three and five, not to listen to that. So mm-hmm. then we're in a situation when we're 15, when everybody's drinking and they want to go driving and your radar is your red flags are screaming at you, but then you're like, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to make anybody unhappy. So you're then in danger and and nobody knows if that's what you're setting your child up for, Mm -hmm. but that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And so I love that break your polite beliefs, Mm -hmm. (laughs) get rid of the belief about being polite instead of thinking about others. Happiness comes before my own. We can look at how can I be in service to somebody else within my ability, my expertise, my energy, my boundaries, be in service of others in a way that is healthy and powerful and also maintains your boundaries and your energy field. So that could be quite a bit of little mapping out kind of mind mapping that you could do with that one particular, particular Mm -hmm. thing about making others happy because it feels good to make other people happy. Mm-hmm. We just exactly. have to do it in an empowered way versus a, a disempowered way. Yeah. And it kind of links it, linking it to number two as well with the raising your vibration to attract the right situations and the right people to you is, uh, you know, once you shift your energy to remove that, I need to be polite, not that you don't need to be polite, but, you know, you need to do things because you think that it's polite for other people. So you won't rock the boat. Um, by um, you won't attract those people to you that could get upset with you if you were to do something 
that you wanted to do versus they wanted to do. So, so they all kind of tie in together because you are attracting the people that um, you align with in order to really, um, you know, have the situations in your life that, um, that you're meant to, uh, which is really, really great too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So belief of living intentionally and creating the life I want is possible for you. Mm -hmm. Belief two, when you shift your energy and raise your energetic frequency, your external circumstances and experiences change magically and immediately. And belief number three, my happiness creates happiness for others. My happiness creates happiness for others. And by discovering my own inner happiness, I create happiness for others. So I, those three beliefs are amazing. Mm -hmm. And this is such important mindset work because if you're not happy, your life isn't going to be fulfilling and it has to be fulfilling to live your purpose and to profit. And that's what this is about purpose and profit. Mm -hmm. So love this. Thank you for sharing these three beliefs for happiness. And if you're listening and you would like to experience a healing session with Michelle, you can reach her by visiting her website, renewlifehealing.com. And I will put that in the, in the messages or in the bio, wherever you're reading this. And I just want to thank you so much for sharing that with us. And if you guys, anybody listening wants to work with you, just reach out to her at her website and she'll get back to you. But thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much, Christy. You're welcome.